0: I'm not just talking about uh, rad libs or social Democrat abolitionists. I'm talking about like actual abolitionist groups like critical resistance and, um, you know, DSA may not have that reputation, but we actually did pass a resolution in favor of abolition at the last convention. Like people who have a communist horizon um working on these short term demands in the it, it, while looking forward to the communist horizon, you know?
1: Yeah. Like no, I'm not talking about fake abolitionists. I'm talking about. Yeah.
0: No, but I real ones who might work with liberals on these specific demands, which, you know, fewer cops on the streets, uh, I imagine would make it easier for us to fight for pretty much everything that we want. No, no. I mean, that's the thing. Right. The, The biggest tension,
1: of course, as a revolutionary is how do you how do you how do you deal with the contradiction of the on the one hand, the survival. Right. The fact that like not only in terms of like I mean, we're living in this fucked up world of like racist police and state violence as COVID is unfolding and 400,000 Americans have died, I think one in 800 has been black. Right. So, so that kind of survival versus like the revolutionary vision, right? Like how do you kind of marry the two? How do the two come together? So totally understandable. Right. But I think part of this, um, I, I think what has happened is that a lot of like the, 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 I'm like, I'm like the abolitionist folks are like being drawn too much by the social democratic demands. Right. Because let's look at, um, let's look at how defund has, uh, how, how it has unraveled. Right. And I would ask them where, where have, where has defund become a ra- revolution or almost proto revolutionary battleground. Right. I mean, unless you're burning down some, uh, city council hearings, <laughs> like, I mean, all you're going to be drawn into is just like these countless city council meetings where you are going to present why your vision of cutting 100 million uh and not 80 million is better right so it's like it's actually what it's doing is that it's bringing movements into a more social democratic framework right where the actual energy is is um is in the streets right and it's it's outside of just that uh tinkering do you, I don't know if what I'm saying makes sense, but I just oh, think that right. the, the, the 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 focus on defund has really actually um, taken taken us away from the revolutionary vision, um, and we've fallen into this like, okay, uh, you know, we just have to, you know, we just have to tinker and get what we can, and we, we've gone back to that idea of like, if we just move, um, if we just push the state more and more, if we have this war of position within the state, we can win. Um, so I think it's actually moved us more in the social democratic. So I, empath- I empathize with you, Jamie. I know what you're saying, but um, I just think like we're losing sight of like the what we're fighting for. Right. Um, yeah. And it
2: causes people to gaslight themselves um, about um, what our society is and how how it can be changed. Um, you know, once you enter into the policy arena, Once you get stuck in those endless city council meetings where decisions aren't actually made, right, they're just presented, um, and you start to speak the language of these technocrats, I mean, you can actually convince yourself um, that we could have a kinder, gentler American capitalism, um, I mean, oh, all we need to do is get rid of the police and give a lot of money to uh, all these community based nonprofits. Um, and American society would uh, would would not be so violent and crazy and chaotic and exploitative. Um, and I mean, that's a fucking fantasy. Um, well, now, I don't I, know,
1: Jared, because it, according to, to defunding the police in L.A., if we continue with the defund demand, we're going to completely defund the lapd in 12 years
2: (laughs) So, so listen here's the deal uh as bernie would say um i'm i am not here to shit on um abolitionists i think they're rad i am myself an abolitionist uh so please if you're listening at home take that away um but we need to be real about what we're actually talking about here um and i think that there's the, the, the current abolitionist milieu in the United States, like most politics in the United States uh, right now, which is a great moment of transition, right, um, is, um, is profoundly contradictory. Um, you have on the one hand this, um, this real hardline revolutionary theory coming out of you know, folks like Angela Davis who are saying that America is just, is just an inherently racist place. Um, Americans' institutions are structurally racist. You know, some people argue that they never even ended slavery, and that slavery still exists, and that the cops are slave catchers, and um, and which is just incredibly uh, radical, um, an incredibly radical worldview. And then on the other hand, you have these kinds of you know, yeah, social democratic tinkering experiments.